Hey, welcome to the Everyday Immunity Podcast, a place where we talk about different ways to boost the immune system naturally each and every day. I'm your host, Alicia Rosati of Rosati Nutrition. What is up, guys? Welcome back to the show. I'm excited to be talking about today's topic, and it's going to be a little bit different than my normal content on here. Normally, I like to talk about, you know, very specific health things, very controversial things, um, but I've really been wanting to talk about this topic, and I felt there was no better place to just talk freely than my podcast. That's what it's for. So today, we're going to be talking about something a little more simpler. I'm talking about homesteading, living off the land, simpler life, simpler times. You know, I'm talking about maybe how some of our parents may have grown up, depending on what part of the world they grew up in um, or still live in. Um, I'm talking about the time of our grandparents when everything was just a little simpler, a little slower, you know, taking care of the land, living off the land, having that respect and that knowledge of the land and raising livestock and just it it being more in tune with nature i think i was actually doing a show with a really good friend of mine alex uh, i'm not sure i did an episode with her on her show and i'm not sure if it's released by the time this episode is if it is i'll link it um but we were just talking about you know what does interconnection mean and if you know alex her whole thing is about being interconnected and being one with nature, that whole kind of thing. And I love it. I think that's why we get along so well. Um, But for me, one really important aspect of interconnection is just being one with the earth again. And like I said, moving backwards a little bit to a simpler time, not being so caught up in the go, go, go hustle city life of everything being like ready at an instant and instant gratification and little like work. Like I'm, I'm so over that. And I've never really been one to, you know, I've never liked living in a big city. Um, I've always had dreams of owning acreage and land out in the country. Like if you talk to anyone that knows me, family, friends, people I've gone to school with, I've always been about living in the country and living a slower life in the country. And it's just ironic to me that I grew up living in Toronto, one of the biggest cities in the world. Um, But I'm just, I don't know, like I'm so over it. It's not, it's not for me. So I grew up in Toronto Um, still live in Toronto with my parents, but I went to school in Guelph, which is about an hour west of Toronto. Now, Guelph is still a half-decent-sized city for some people, but for someone like me going from Toronto, and like, I didn't grow up in downtown Toronto or anything, but someone like me being from Toronto, going to Guelph, it's like, whoa, like, this is a change, but it's not enough for me. I want even slower and less populated than a arguably small city like Guelph. I would love to live just outside of Guelph or even, hope none of my family is listening to this, but um, I would really, really love to move to Florida one day. And I've had talks with my boyfriend about it and we're seriously considering maybe moving down there one day because I've been to Florida on vacation. 
absolutely love Florida. I have family down there. Um, I love the weather. I mean, the weather can get a little crazy, don't get me wrong. But overall, I love just like the heat of it, you know? And I love the opportunity to grow so many more fruits and vegetables down there. Like here in Toronto, Southern Ontario, we have a very limited growing season. So it's very hard to grow everything that you want and live completely off the land. And there's just some things that just won't grow here. Um, things like mango, for example, and I freaking love mango. So if I could live in Florida with a few acres of land and go grab a mango off my own tree, I mean, do mangoes even grow in Florida? I don't know, but you get what I'm trying to say. <laughs> you know, if I could just go out to my yard and my garden and pick some fresh produce year round, like, ugh, that is the dream. That has been my dream always wanted acreage, always wanted to live off the land, to grow my own food, to have backyard chickens and have my own eggs. Like, uh, I, I, I can't even imagine, like I can't imagine. And I know it's a lot of work and I'm not meaning to completely romanticize the dream and forget about all the actual responsibility and obligation that comes with having acreage and a garden and backyard chickens and livestock and things like that. But it's, it's such a dream to me. So I know, you know, maybe that's still a few years away, actively working towards achieving that goal, making that my everyday reality, but also trying to, um, I need to remind myself to live in the moment and to make do with what I have in the moment and stop being such a in the future type person. It's very easy for me to forget about what's going on today and to look at what's going good today and realize that what I have today is something that I wished for maybe last year, the year before, you know? So I'm really trying to do that. And I'm doing that by uh, actually starting a garden here at my boyfriend's place. So it's in Guelph. Um, there's a huge backyard that we're able to, um, completely uses our own and I'm so excited to take out the garden beds that are there redo them completely I'll have two spaces that are about five feet wide by 20 feet long so that's some pretty decent garden space that's technically like 10 feet by 40 feet long of garden space so I'm excited and I actually just finished uh, filming a video of me planting my seeds and I'm trying a new method this time around because I don't know what it is but I cannot grow anything from seed I mean the only thing I've ever grown from seed was um, green beans that was the only thing I ever grew from seed but anything else it just I don't know I don't I don't have the touch I really don't my grandfather did my mom's dad and I wish he was still around to teach me and show me like what I'm doing wrong. But I'm going to keep practicing, living, learning until I get it. So I'm trying this new method where you basically take one of those like gallon water jugs. Um, you cut the bottom, not all the way around, but cut it so that it has like a hinge. And you cut that, that spot high enough that you can fill at least like three inches of soil in there. So you put your three inches of soil, you spread your seeds in there, and then you tape up that seam. Um, and oh, pre-moisten your soil is super important. That's one thing that I've learned over the years of my failures is pre-moisten your soil. Um, but basically, yeah, you do that, you tape up the seam, and then you stick them outside. 
and it's a mini greenhouse for you to grow your seeds. So I'm excited. A lot of people that I've been watching have had real success with this. Um, so I tried a bunch of different things. I had, like, how many did I have? I think like 13, no, 12 or 13 uh, water jugs to, to play around with, maybe 11. I'm not sure, but I have a bunch of stuff growing in there. So hopefully, you know, something germinates, something, I get some seedlings and whatever I'm lacking, obviously I will go to the store and, and pick up. I'll go to the garden center. That's no problem. But if I was able to grow it from seed, I think that would be super cool. So, um, I actually, what do I have? What did I plant? Let's see. I put, um, cabbage. Brussels sprouts and kohlrabi. I'm excited. I really wanted to grow broccoli from seed, but I've gone to like four different stores and I have not found broccoli seeds. So I'm going to have to buy the plant for that, which is fine. Um, but yeah, so, so far I, I put in my little greenhouses, some cabbage, Brussels sprouts and kohlrabi, which are the brassicas. Very good for your liver. Um, I got some red bell peppers because my boyfriend and I go through bell peppers like ridiculous like it's it's just every week we're buying a pack of four and maybe twice a week buying bell peppers like it's just crazy um and i also want to grow some scotch bonnet peppers any of my jamaicans listening out there or anybody who likes spice um we use it when we make our curry chicken or brown stew chicken or whatever we're using rice and peas we got our scotch bonnet scotch bonnet peppers so if I can grow them myself, have them in the yard, that's perfect. Um, as far as greens go, I'm going to try, well, I'm going to grow some lettuce, um, some Swiss chard, and some callaloo. Again, for my Jamaicans, West Indians that are listening, you guys know what I'm talking about. Love some callaloo. Um, then for fruit, I'm going to be growing some watermelon. I'm really excited to try this and some strawberries. And all of this stuff is going to be going in the ground because I have so much space. If you guys watched my Instagram videos, um, I, I have a very, very, very limited garden space in Toronto. So pretty much everything is in either my one raised bed or in containers and pots. So I'm really excited that here in Guelph, I'll be able to, you know, have everything in the ground and see how different it is in growing in a pot versus growing in the ground. So going to be growing some watermelon and strawberries. Um, I'm also going to be trying some pumpkins. I think that'll be super cool for fall to have my own pumpkins and then maybe make my own like pumpkin loaf or pumpkin pie, whatever comes out of that. And maybe make a couple jack-o'-lanterns here and there. Um, and then for some tall things, I'm trying corn. Not that corn is a very, um, it, how do I say this? It's not really worth it to grow corn because one corn stalk grows one ear of corn. So it, there's not much reward per plant, but it's something fun. I've never grown it before. I have the space. I want to try it. And my boyfriend is obsessed with corn. Oh my God. He's so obsessed. It's insane. So I figured it would be a fun little project. And then also growing some Romano beans. I have plans to grow quite a few plants of these beans, but we use them a ton. And sentimentally speaking, I remember as a kid 
being in the greenhouse with my grandfather, the one who could grow anything from seed, and we would sit in the greenhouse and I would help him shell specifically the Romano beans. I know he grew a lot of other stuff, but I don't know why that that memory is so vivid in my mind. And sometimes when I go to the grocery store and you see, you know those beans that are still in like the pod that are red and white? Those were the ones that I'm talking about. And I just remember sitting there with my nono shelling those beans and that was that that is a core memory of mine. So I'm really excited to be growing those now. Um, and you know, maybe I'll link I'll see if it's possible. If I could link, um, I think I have it on my Instagram. There's a couple pictures of me as a, as a very young child. Oh, and there's my phone going off. Um, there's a couple pictures of me as a very young child um, in the garden with my no-no, picking grapes and things. So maybe I'll be able to link those in the show notes if you guys are interested. Um, okay, and then back to my list because we're not done i told you guys i'm i'm very ambitious this year now that i have actual ground space so we're not done um i'm also going to be trying to grow some carrots and some beets Um, i don't eat beets a lot but i actually really like them in a juice which i know may be weird some people really hate beets um i don't know i like them i make this red like juice smoothie kind of thing um in my seven day detox and it was definitely my favorite drink oh maybe my favorite eh, maybe my favorite recipe in the whole detox i don't know and then there was some salads in there that were pretty good but anyways the red juice that i have is it, oh it's so good so i'm gonna be making lots of that if these beets grow um also gonna grow some sweet potato love some sweet potato so if i want to see how many i can get in the ground um i'm gonna be growing some tomatoes not in this garden in guelph because we just don't use like my boyfriend and i don't use that many tomatoes but i do with my family back in toronto so those will be in um in toronto for sure in my raised bed and i'll also you know be showing the progression of those on my instagram so keep updated um yeah then I'm also going to grow some onion, garlic, and potentially ginger. I'm still debating it. I may do it. Um, I found a video um, from this new-ish YouTube account and Instagram account. It kind of just popped up on my page. Um, I think, what are they called? The Prolific the prolific uh, Family Stead, I think they're called. I'm going to, let me look this up real quick. Yeah, so they are on Instagram, Prolific Family Stead, um, and then on YouTube, the Prolific Family Stead. And honestly, I saw how easy it was for him to grow his ginger from like store-bought ginger, and I think that is super, super cool. So I may I may give that a try. If you guys want to see some really cool, easy-to-follow, easy-to-understand gardening videos, um, I definitely, definitely recommend checking them out on Instagram, and I will link his page and his YouTube page below. Um, and then I'm also almost done here. We're growing some okra. Um, I love okra and I've grown it before, not from seed, from store-bought plants, but if I could grow it from seed this year, that would be cool. 
I love using okra in soups. It makes it really thick, um, but also just eating okra on its own or sliced and fried okra is not the healthiest, but it's so good. And shout out to my cousin in Florida, his wife, for being the first one to show me like fried okra and let me, letting me taste it. It's uh, so good. So shout out to them for that. Um, and then I'm also going to grow some herbs, some thyme, rosemary, parsley, basil, and sage. And then I want to grow in my, these are going to be more in my, like the front of the house garden, um, some lavender, some St. John's wort. I have a bush already, some borage. I've grown borage before and it literally grows like a weed, but it is medicinal. It's edible. Um, the flowers and the leaves taste like cucumber. So I really like putting them in water. And fun fact, um, borage has these compounds that are actually really good for your central nervous system and your brain and really help reduce anxiety. And like, you know, people who are always on and kind of like freaking out, anxious, nervous kind of thing. I really find that borage and, you know, it's as easy as putting some flowers and some leaves and infusing it in your water um, it really helps calm you down and just keep you at a more like chill level-headed place so borage is really easy to grow it's really pretty it's it attracts pollinators like crazy like there's so many honeybees on that bush and butterflies and things um, and yeah it tastes really good so borage so those are the things that I'm gonna be attempting to grow this year very very ambitious but I'm very very excited um and yeah I just think it's really important that we kind of return to a simpler way of living and a, a slower way of life because nowadays like I mean we're talking about self-driving cars like how did that happen like the I know with the whole I guess the industrial revolution and things like we've advanced in technology so much so quickly in such a short period of time but I think it's important for us to not stop it I'm not saying innovation and progression are bad I'm not saying that at all but you know maybe we just need to slow it down a little bit and also not forget about our roots where we came from it's like there's no other more important knowledge than than life skills. And part of your life skills are growing food. Can you grow your own food? You know, like the conspiracy side of me is like, oh, when the apocalypse happens and grocery stores are shut down and you can't afford to buy food, what are you going to do? And that's a very real possibility for a lot of people. You know, people are prepping because you never know what is going to happen. I mean, look at gas prices. Today is March 16. Gas prices have just come down a slight little bit, but they're still at a record high. And did anybody see this coming? I don't know. Maybe some of us did. I didn't. I mean, I know gas prices always go up, but the jump that we saw was insane. And I'm not saying, you know, go keep a, a storage tank of gasoline in your backyard because I'm pretty sure that's illegal. Um, but, you know, just other things that we can do, like... If it's feasible for you to have backyard chickens, look into it. I'm not saying you need 30 chickens, but maybe a couple. If it's feasible for you to grow tomatoes and you eat a lot of tomatoes, start there. Or potatoes, start there. You can grow potatoes in a container. You can get a gallon, one of those, uh, or five gallon pails, whatever it is, from Home Depot. 
you can put some soil in there, drill some drain holes in the bottom, put some potatoes, and you got potatoes. I've done that. Look it up on YouTube. There's people that do it all the time, and they have so many potatoes. So if this is a new task for you, pick one plant, pick one food, one thing, even if you want to start with herbs, you know, pick one thing that you can try to grow on your own and see the responsibility of tending to the land, tending to the soil, paying attention to the weather and thinking of another life because yeah, plants are living things too. And they don't, they're not sentient beings maybe like us that have conscience and things like that, but they're living, you know, there's life through these plants. So take on the responsibility of caring for another living thing, water your plants, tend to your plants, weed your garden, you know, simple things like that are what bring you back to that, I'm using Alex's term, interconnection with nature and the true meaning of life, I think. Like, we're not meant to be on this earth to have our heads stuck in a phone all day. We're meant to be on earth to live a happy life, to make a difference in other people's lives, to make people happy, to live and breathe fresh air, to be one with the soil, because we are an organism. We belong, we belong to an ecosystem. So be part of it. Be present in that because you're not going anywhere. You're not living in a bubble. We're not living in a spaceship. You belong to an ecosystem. So use that to your advantage. Have fun with it. Be present. You know, put your phone down and be present for a little bit. So that's how I am starting out my little homestead dreams. You know, ultimately, like I said, I want to have my acres of of land. I want to have my backyard chickens. I want to have some other livestock animals like goats and what else I want? I mean, quite a few dogs, some cats, goats, chickens, maybe a horse or two. I've never even actually been on a horse. I've never been horseback riding, which is so crazy, Um, but I would love to go. So, you know, just having a whole happy, happy farm would be my life goal, I think. So making those small little things, you know, maybe being one day the the stay-at-home mom, wife that, you know, bakes fresh bread and bakes cookies and things all day. And I want to make my own pasta, like... Uh, I'm just, I'm so excited for those days. I'm trying to be present in these days, but I'm so excited for those days as well. And being excited for those days means I need to start acting on those goals and dreams now, which is why I'm being really ambitious trying this humongous garden out back. So that's, those are my dreams. Those are my goals. Hopefully something that I said will, you know, encourage you guys to be a little more interconnected in your ecosystem and in your, your worldly life, you know, and have fun with it, right? Slow down a little, smell the fresh air, smell the flowers, get your hands dirty, stick your hands in some soil (laughs) and grow some food guys. But anyways, this has been a super fun podcast episode to record. I hope you guys enjoyed it as usual. And uh, yeah, any topics that you guys would love me to talk about, please never hesitate to reach out. Leave me a rating. Let me know your feedback. And yeah, this has been your host, Alicia of Rosati Nutrition. I've had a blast talking to you and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Peace.